Grace to you and peace from God our Father and from the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. Alleluia! Christ is risen. He is risen indeed. Alleluia. We continue this day and really always as Christians in the light and the joy and the celebration of Christ risen from the dead. His resurrection assures our resurrection. How does that impact us here and now in this moment in this world of still rampant sin, wickedness all around us, wickedness within us threatening to overtake that hope and joy. How do we practically take our future Easter reality, our resurrection off in the future, how does that, shall we say, rubber hit the road for us right now? I think that is where Peter and the apostles in our first reading can teach us a lesson for living in an evil world with resurrection hope. The story takes place where Peter and these apostles are in the temple courts and they are preaching and proclaiming Jesus Christ. They are arrested for doing so. They are locked in prison An angel of the Lord appears to them, releases them from the prison, and they go right back out doing what they were doing before, proclaiming Jesus Christ. And they get hauled in before the council, once again, taken into custody. And they are told that they are to stop preaching the name of this Jesus, because the council fears an uprising, a revolt among the people if this name of Jesus is proclaimed. And what does Peter say to them? We must obey God rather than men. The God of our fathers raised Jesus, whom you killed by hanging him on a tree. God exalted him at his right hand as leader and savior to give repentance to Israel and forgiveness of sins. And we are witnesses to these things. And so is the Holy Spirit, whom God has given to those who obey him. Peter proclaims to those there who have hauled him in, captured him, brought him in to be questioned, He talks about being a witness of Jesus being raised and put to death on a cross. Being put to death on a cross, then being raised, and then exalted to sit at God's right hand. Peter has seen something that changes everything. That changes the way he views the world before him. Now perhaps you can relate to something you have encountered That is life-changing, life-altering, forever impacts the way you see things. It can be a good thing, like the birth of your child. 
Whether you delivered a child or were in the delivery room when your child was born, what a moment. What a miracle. It changes your outlook on things. It can happen when you go through a trauma, a sudden loss, a hurt that you have been through, and there's difficulty and struggle in overcoming it. But there is nothing more altering or life-changing for Peter, for the apostles, for you and me, in having a God who raises the dead. When God raises the dead, the first fruits being Jesus, those after him being all of us who die in him, You live each day with a confidence, a hope, a peace that death doesn't have power over you. For Peter, it's simple. Obey God rather than men. Obey God in his word. He's the one who raises the dead. He's the one that will raise us to life. Put his word, his commands, his will above all other things. Live your life in service to him. And that word. Now those who brought Peter and the apostles in and confronted them, they at the very least, we get the impression, are those who genuinely wanted to serve God. And a wise one among them named Gamaliel suggested that there had been figures who had risen up in Israel before and attracted a following, but they came to nothing. If this Jesus was a fraud and an imposter, then nothing would come of it. But if he were genuine, then they would be opposing God. Well, history has borne that out. Has the following of Jesus died off and disappeared? You may be tempted to think it has, but by no means. We sit here on this morning, 2,000 years later, because the resurrection of Jesus And the following that began with Peter and those apostles still lives today. That Holy Spirit that bore witness to Jesus and emboldened Peter and the apostles to proclaim their witness of Christ, that Spirit still lives and dwells among us today. Now Peter and those apostles were confronted by an opponent who did at the very least acknowledge the Lord God and want to serve him faithfully, albeit wrongly. You are not in the same situation. You do not have the benefit of being opposed as the children of God by those who acknowledge God's reality. That call to obey God rather than men is ridiculed, 
It is mocked. It is, it is threatened by those who are hostile to the message of the gospel. But the word is clear. We must obey God rather than men. Because God raises the dead. God, in truth, raised Jesus. If we are to obey God, friends, we have to get familiar with his word. Immerse ourselves in it. Study it. Oh, sure, the commands of God can be summarized in love the Lord your God with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength, and love your neighbor as yourself. But no one can agree on what it looks like to love God and love neighbor. Competing ideologies going against one another. Some trying to permit things that the word of God clearly condemns. Brothers and sisters, we must obey God rather than men. And in order to obey God, know his word. Psalmist says, your word is a lamp to my feet and a light to my path. It will not fail us in guiding us and leading us. We have a risen Lord, who, yes, secures our future, but also here and now, in this present moment, guides us and leads us by the word, and by his resurrection and victory over death and the grave, gives peace to you and me. That peace... Jesus proclaimed to his disciples on Easter evening. And that peace that we have in Jesus, in his resurrection, is worth any suffering that comes our way. Only by the resurrection of Jesus and by the power of the Holy Spirit Can we, like Peter and the apostles, rejoice in suffering dishonor for the name of Jesus? When they had called in the apostles, they beat them and charged them not to speak in the name of Jesus and let them go. Then they left the presence of the council rejoicing that they were counted worthy to suffer dishonor for the name. And every day in the temple and from house to house, they did not cease teaching and preaching that the Christ is Jesus. Whatever dishonor, whatever suffering, whatever persecution, whatever hatred, whatever violence could come your way for bearing the name of Jesus, it is all worth it. It is all joy because our Redeemer lives. He has been raised, and we shall be raised as well. 
Whatever is taken from you or inflicted upon you in this life cannot undo that Jesus lives. And you shall live. Dear brothers and sisters in Christ, that word is hope and peace for your future and for your right now. For he is risen, risen indeed. Amen. The peace of God which passes all understanding. Keep your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus. Amen.